the Boogie is Aggravated at Everything show. Well, no, I think it was because the board was being a poopy face. And he's being a poopy face. You. You're a poopy face. You are a cunt slobber. You poopy face. This is you. Well, this is you. <laughs> That's what you are. I don't like you. I know you are, but I, what am I? I know you are, but what am I? I said I you are. Come on. What? Oh, Arnold's here. <laughs> what? Fucking Madam Coordinator. <laughs> <laughs> Madam Coordinator, oh, what the hell did you just drop? Nothing. My feet got hung up on cords and the table, and the, the speaker fell over. Why? His big hunger feet. He's just. Jeez. He's got that. He's got that bunny kitty hat on. Is that a kitty or a bunny hat? It's a kitty. It's a kitty, right? Yes. All right. I'm, I'm sorry. How no, should no, I? No, I can understand the the. I can understand missing the big long ears and wondering. Yeah, really. God. It's a motherfucking it's kitty. Gray. It looks like Bugs Bunny with like retarded short ears. What? So like a cat. cat oh God. Okay. Yes. I apologize for not knowing my fuzzy beanies well enough. Yes. Well, I should know the guy. Is it a tabby or what kind I of? I don't cat? care. But it's a cat, not a freaking bunny. Well, I have other things with bunnies. Have bigger ears. Okay, know, you are man. correct. And I, I have. I have. You, you know, I have a bunny mask. I have school. failed bunny analysis. <laughs> God no, damn! No. They should kill me. They should kill me. Mammal Take away my fucking bunny knowing unicorn fucking union card. Your certificate. Um, That's it. No more. No more. Is Boogie allowed to? Uh, to identify bunny rabbits. Abyss is on the phone. Abyss. What? Are you ready <laughs> to do a show? <laughs> no. She's bored. <laughs> Are you ready? No. Well, then, God damn it. This special, special show. Retardedly special show. Let us get... 101. Underway. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And <laughs> you know, I just realized that what? that said... World? That said... This show is for mature audiences. <laughs> 101 episodes. I just heard the irony of that fucking jingle. Because oh. <laughs> oh. it's a lie. See? Oh. Ow, my rib. Oh. The show is for mature audiences get. only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please, uh, please go, go fuck, fuck yourself. yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Perverted podcast! That your desires might be strange? Perverted podcast! Come and join the kinky world of Go Kitty! Perverted podcast! (laughs) (laughs) Hello and welcome to the Ultrally Mature Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and mature perversion. We're recording live from the Threshold Love Lab in North Hollywood, California, in front of a perverted studio audience. A mature. A mature. <laughs> pardon Just pardon me. Hello, perverts. Hello. I'm Kathy. I'm Abyss. <laughs> and I'm Count Boogie, and this is Show 101. Show 101. Where we're going to learn we're gonna some We're going to school shit. somebody. We were so, yeah, it was uh, 101. We're like, okay, well, there's a freeway in Los Angeles, the 101. And then Sam, serial killer Sam, who's with us today, uh, said, how about 101 Dalmatians? See, we, we took down, we took it, huh? we, we took it down the Littles path is basically. Uh-huh. 101 down, down <laughs> was it Cruella? Uh, yes. It's Cruella? Mm-hmm. Did she ever get the dog coat? No. God damn it. Fucking PETA. They'll fuck you up everywhere. What? They're Dalmatian puppies. Yeah, they make a great coat. Oh, I had a Dalmatian. 
Puppy coat? Yes, you did. You had blue. Mm-hmm. All right. I did notice I had to get serious because she looked at me, you know, uh-huh. with that like, That's hey, right. don't fuck with my dog. That's right. Hey. You liked blue. I, of course I like blue. Blue is an awesome dog. Doesn't mean a- she wouldn't have made a good fucking... Actually, she hey. would have made a shitty puppy coat. Yeah. Because that dog oh, shed. shed. Like, literally, <sighs> yeah. there would be no sneaking around murdering no. people. You would just leave yeah, evidence everywhere. everywhere. Just a cloud uh, of Dalmatian forensic evidence. Everywhere. So are we going to talk about stuff? What? Other than that? Ice cream? What? Ice no. cream? Oh, no, oh, yeah. No, can we talk no. about... No, no, no. About no. what? No. no, no. Let's talk about your ice cream, Sammy. This, oh, you guys this have to is, hear this. I heard I this. I don't know why you think this is so funny. This is amazing. It is not. This is the most amazing fucking creative explorer <laughs> moment. Is this Every you time you think you like this guy, you hear a fucking story, and then you like him just a little bit more. I mean, you do. I do. Anytime he fucks with me, you like it. I think it's funny. Let's right. hear it. Well, so I went tell to, us this one. I spent the night at his place, but it wasn't one of our regular nights. It was just me coming to sleep in a nice, comfy bed. And he was like, sure, come on over. But just to warn you, I got a new computer game, and me and my brother have been playing it, which means he's checking out. I'm not going to be seeing him anytime soon. So I get there. He barely says hello. And I go get into bed and start dozing off. And a few minutes later, I feel him come up behind me, and he starts Cuddling, I'm like feeling like oh, so much love. Like he came, he pulled away from his game to come and cuddle Aww. with me, and I'm like snuggling up to him, and he's hugging me, and then I hear this alarm go off, beep, 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 and he goes, "Whoop, that's me! I gotta go!" And he takes off. Oh, <laughs> do you know what that motherfucker did? He went to get an ice cream sandwich from the freezer. It was like a block of ice, and so he wanted to defrost it a little bit, but he didn't want it to defrost too much, so he sets his alarm for five minutes and figures, I'm just going to go waste time and grab Kathy. What? Wait, what? <laughs> and here I am thinking, <laughs> and Boogie thinks this is hysterical. Wait, what? Ouch! Ow! <laughs> Rib not healed! <laughs> Ow! Ow! I'm Ooh. so happy you're in pain. <laughs> Just, just that look. You felt like, oh my gosh, oh, yeah. this is such a special moment. It's just he just thinks about me sometimes. Sometimes he's like, bitch, I had five minutes. <laughs> five Melt minutes my goddamn kill. ice cream sandwich. <laughs> I guess so I come he, play with your titties for a while. He, he, he literally had like, like he literally sitting waiting, waiting on a motherfucking snack. Uh huh. And and then it beeps. So what set this, an alarm. What this means is that I rate just below an ice cream sandwich in creative. Hey. Hey, life. a melting, hey. hold on, melting ice cream sandwich. <laughs> oh my God. The uh, hugeness of that story when I heard it. Boogie, the Seda City is all you got to talk about that on the show. Oh, oh yeah, my. humiliate me a little bit further. <laughs> that shit was, oh, that was awesome. I, that's, oh. That is fucked up Was shit, it as good it? as, uh, what is it? Abyss, it says Abyss Squirms. Yeah. Is this going to entertain me too? Well, it entertained somebody around here. <laughs> so, well, um, recently, uh, one of the uh, one of the fellas in my life yeah. had mentioned uh, that he had never been with anyone who squirted. Hi. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. How and, you know? What do you know yeah, about that? Yeah, and I was like, you know, fun fact. Fun, funny, I mentioned that. Occasionally, I've been known to do that. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, but I, he's like, really? I'm all, yeah, but it's not like an on-calls thing. You yeah. can't just be like, boop, then that'll happen. There's no button? There's no. Oh. No, funny fact. Tweak your tit, rub yeah. the nose, yeah, yeah, and no. off you go. No. Poosh, fountain. So, 
then I haven't actually scored it in a really long time. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. So, and I'm like, we, you know, we were messing around, whatever. And I'm like, and he was hanging out and I'm like, Hey, I really, uh, we, I'm like, yeah, you know what? Let's, let's do this. And uh, I want to you know, mess around. He's like, okay, well, <laughs> I'm like, all right. So we're messing around and all of a sudden I squirted and I'm like, oh. and I'm like, at first I'm like, uh, Oh, I did not even warn him. Like, <laughs> when you're not ready for it. <laughs> and I'm all, Was that a face thing? Uh, I don't. Because I've had that face. multiple times. I don't know if oh, I got I've him. I've had it once. Yeah. Yeah. I know I got him. I don't know if I got him in the face. But um, I definitely got him like at least arm and shoulder. But nice. <laughs> like it was like definitely like. Uh, nice. And I was like, I should have probably warned him. How are you going to warn if you're not if you're not a regular squirter? How but can you like, possibly? It was definitely one of those, and I, it was really nice though. And I, the whole one of the like squirmy like oh awkward situation is the one of the morals to this story though for everybody is. I didn't realize I was a squirter until like you know Boogie and I had found out like surprise. The great thing about it was Boogie was incredibly supportive and um, never made me feel like shit about it. Being with a new lover, I was really nervous and was like, oh, fuck, is this going to be an issue? Uh, for all the, all the ladies out there, I got a very warm response and, you know, checking in. It was very nice. So. And he's got spank fodder now for like fucking <laughs> for like six months. <laughs> Just fucking bam, I'm a god. <laughs> So for our listeners, just letting everybody else know out there, like, cause it can be embarrassing for any of the ladies. Like, Oh God, this could be really bad. That so. is, but I, I, it, what the hell are you trying to say? I'm trying to think of some scenario on why, I mean, other than the fact that you may have to wash your sheets and like cough up three bucks for a washing machine. Oh you know, no, no, no. I've you know, had, just, I've had it in my mouth. Yeah, so have I. Well, I didn't like it. Well, that's fine, so but it I still happened. Gripe, you know, it doesn't doesn't mean that you're going to fucking like ridicule well, of someone. Of course not. But I was not happy, and I was like, it's a no, it's a pussy. You know, me. you fucking ass. You're going to get shit sometimes. You fuck a pussy. You're going to get fluid sometimes. I don't mind fluid. I Other like than the that, fluid. maybe I don't go like f- a gush of you know. Okay, squirting in my mouth. It was like, did they, did, are they a, were they a regular squirter? Uh, yes. Oh, but she didn't, uh, and didn't you guys had okay. No, she didn't me, if you, okay, yeah. the only caveat oh, to, to this: yeah, she, if you are a regular squirter, then I really think you should, should let your partners know. Hey, because I've had people do that. Hey, I make a big mess. You're going to need a lot of sheets, and I'm yeah. like, that would have been good. Yeah. I would you know. Liked. So or, or like, hey, let me grab a towel, like because uh, there was there was a, like a point where at least like in the past history, like we've been like we should probably grab a towel if right, it's right, yeah, a certain yeah. situation like this. Like let's throw something down. Sure, you know, but like little drop cloth situation. Yeah, true. But I mean, if you it's not regular and you don't know i you know cuz there i guess there is that embarrassment like, and i've had uh, a lot of first time squirters that were just like shocked like yeah. what the fuck just came out of me and i'm like well that's that's part of having an orgasm for some people and, happens, and there's yeah. you know we can go and look at the gland and see how much is urine and how much is the gland and yeah, blah blah blah, like, blah, so blah. Like, oh but it's that's just part of having sex and yeah and I think the mouth thing is kind of funny i mean later well later we laughed of course i had but. i had uh Oh gosh, this was a long time ago. Uh, I had a girl that squirted so much, but I knew she was going to squirt. So of course, the clit is above the urethra, so you just kind of move yourself <laughs> up. 
and then it would just gush over my beard and literally over like because you know when we first got together it was all hot and we did it a lot and we put down towels and whatever and it was cool and literally she bleached my beard oh jeez over like a month wow we oh, did it so many times my be- my beard was like dark brown and I'm like. You know, because I was living in a in the VW bus, so I didn't see myself in the mirror a lot. And all of a sudden, I'm like, why is my... Oh, <laughs> wow. Wow. That's, that's, a- that's good work. Girl, go me. Did the good work. Well, that's a good score. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, so uh, are we allowed to talk about Hunger and Sam? Of course we are. They're- are we allowed to talk about... King Unger? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Lord King Kitty Cat? <laughs> Dear Lord Kitty Cat, oh, we are honored <laughs> to have your presence here, he Lord gonna, he Kitty Cat. He's going to pee in your shoes, is what he's Don't pee. Do. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time, goddammit. What, that Unger peed in your shoes? <laughs> uh, yes, it's, it's a thing. Unger, uh, you know, we had we had our little elections here at Threshold, and it's a very innocent election because you know oh, yeah. it's kind of like okay, who's going to do it this year? Um, <laughs> but you know, we had uh, you know our voting we, for we the actually, board members. Hey, we actually had multiple people running for it, and it, thank you everybody who actually ran. It is a great sign. So it is, weird. and everyone, everyone that ran. I mean, there was only one position where there was people running against each other. Usually, still, you're just desperate like, to get yeah. five people, and it and it was amazing because uh, here at Threshold, our dungeon in Los Angeles, are you slurping into your <laughs> microphone? Really? That was actually I didn't. I don't know what's wrong with my coffee cup. <laughs> Jeez, I'm like, here we're going to talk about like all important volunteers. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Show 101. So at Threshold, we, you know, it's a volunteer organization. It's a nonprofit organization. It's been around for 34 years. Um, and it, every year you have to, because of our corporate status, whatever, you have to elect five board members, which oversee, you know, kind of the workings of the dungeon, you know, all the chair positions, the gatekeepers, the door people, the hosts, the facilities, you know, so it's kind of like it goes downwards. So we all work together and we had our elections. And, and, and Boogie and I have been on that board. And for yes, two for, years. for a couple of years. And, and you guys uh, are abandoning shit, motherfucker. No. <laughs> no, I mean, we're still here, so it's not. But it was time. I mean, I have I have the podcast and I have, you know, my little band and then all my, my jobs sanity. and things like that. Yeah, your sanity. So, yeah, I needed to step down and it was just so amazing that the environment that that we've created at threshold over the last few years not just kathy and i and the other board members but but all the volunteers all the volunteers over the last few four or five years really um it's just been getting more and more fun as we make it more diverse and more welcoming people are coming in and now where it used to be we have to have to fight beg. to beg somebody to be on the board because you have some responsibilities you got to show up a few times a month to do some stuff we used to have to beg and like this time literally like nine ten people just said you know i want to do my part threshold's really important and so okay it doesn't look that hard because it used to be people used to have drama and fight all year and it just wasn't fun and nobody wants to volunteer if it's not at least going to be mildly fun you know, everyone knows there's going to be work. So it was just so exciting to see people actually like, hey, I want to do this. And that just shows that you're at a place that that's really passionate. And so uh, Sam, serial killer Sam, our lovely Sam, stepped up as well. Sam, what are, what are you doing? Secretary. Corporate, yeah, secretary. corporate secretary. Look at that. Oh, Fancy. Nice. You can put it on your resume, too, by the way. I wouldn't. And Unger. 
is our new uh, coordinator. And let's not forget Papi Ramon. Yes. Papi Ramon uh, from the show is a sister. Oh, hey, oh. we really uh, we roped in. <laughs> That's right. That's said, yo, Hey, yo, uh, can yo. we get a special perverted? Oh, we already have special perverted podcast day. Never mind. <laughs> but um, everyone that ran, I could have worked with anyone. You know, any one of them. Everyone is awesome people with a lot of talents. And but we did pitch Unger, and uh, you know, because I just know Unger and I work with Unger a lot, so. I felt real good about. Um, so about congratulations! So congratulations! How do you feel? How do you feel, Unger? Tired. Do you? F- do you yes. f- he <laughs> hasn't also, even started day no, one. Uh, he also helped me get like packed, and so did Sam. Oh well, of you course, guys, you guys did a good job. So anyway, we just wanted to say that now um, Unger is my boss. And because I'm the janitor at Threshold, so Unger and Sam are now my boss. So now it's, I got to tell you, it's awkward. I see you both looking at me going, yeah, motherfucker. We've been waiting. Sam, this is the first time Sam ever jovially laughed at the podcast. (laughs) He just laughed now. (laughs) You guys, I wish we had video of that. That was Sam just going, (laughs) I'm going to make your life miserable, you motherfucker. He's all all those sound drops. All those sound drops. All those sound drops. I'm totally cool with it. So anyway, so yes, we have uh, we have that, and uh, oh 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 Lazarus, um, our our joyful Lazarus, um, uh, email because now he's just obsessed. Oh no, he came down here, he got the bug. He's he's on the team. He he's wants. On, he's like he got the perverted the podcast bug. Huh? Uh, he's, he's, like, he's in the chat. Tell him we said hi. And We're syphilis. Uh, so <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. He's like syphilis. <laughs> the podcast is syphilis. <laughs> we, yes, it's true. <laughs> we infect you. We yes. Hey, uh, Lazarus, if you're listening, that's another button right there. No. We <laughs> infect you. It's kind of a zombie, zombie apocalypse. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, infection. It works. Yeah. But anyway, um, he he had said, hey, you know, because he knows we're trying to promote and get the, the message out. And he said, hey, are you having people review you on iTunes, your listeners on iTunes? And I'm like, no, we might have mentioned it in the beginning because that's kind of how it helps rank you on your podcast. I think we mentioned it once. Maybe once. <laughs> we're so, so good at this. <laughs> we, we really we really need to improve. So anyway, if you are a perverted podcast listener and you are on iTunes, can you please go and write a review, preferably positive, um, <laughs> about... I mean, I like hate reviews. Send us hate mail, but put positive reviews on iTunes. Because it does, you know, the more reviews you have, the more it bumps you up. And they say, hey, this is a show people actually listen to, so let's put it into the queue uh, when they recommend things to people. So I wanted to put that. And then I wanted to talk about my boner. I don't oh. want to talk about your boner. I want to talk about my boner because it was an intellect. He, it was he wants to he, let him talk about his boner. All right, tell us about your boner. Okay, it's not my actual physical phalli. Oh, it is not my phalli because that's we could talk all night about that mm, or not. But I had a little validation. <laughs> <laughs> a little boner validation. <laughs> little boner. A little validation for my little boner. But um, when somebody gets your intent without you having to tell them that is a boner your intent yeah you're like okay i'm actually i mean like everything i do is like am i communicating with our listeners am i communicating with our demographic the people we're trying to communicate to are they getting do they get it do they get what we're trying to do and in most cases in in different ways they say you know yeah we're you know a lot of people send in great emails you know they really like what we're doing but we love that you're vulnerable, but, especially you, Buggy. Especially you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, my boner. So um, what was it, Nalia Puppy Girl? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
she um we did a post of hers uh, i'm assuming it was a great post because uh she posted usually when we trash somebody they don't they don't make a post don't really in trash there people. Yeah. they don't uh, uh they don't do that um but it was real positive and so she put in uh, her comments, hey, I was on Perverted Podcast, and it was really fun, and they had a good discussion about it. And uh, She said, I, I have been aware of that podcast that reminded me of Howard Stern, but for BDSM. You're going to take my boner? Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Yes, that's that's it. Thanks, shit fucker. Um, wow, that's the so, second fucking nickname I've gotten tonight. Cunt blabber. Uh, so you stole his thunder. Stole my completely. Just stole, stole my, my thunder. thunder. Victoria and I are on a quest. Thank to ruin my life. Yes, it's, you, you've Victoria done it. Victoria steals his thunder during orientation. Oh my god, oh. I hate you. So yes, thank you for for reading that and killing my buildup. Um, so when I started, this is what happens when we don't talk before the show, and he tells me what he's going to say. Yeah, I'm I'm just going on the thing, and you know, and I'm I'm talking, and you just yeah. yeah well, you're killing this topic even more, so go ahead. Yeah, now now it's cool. Doesn't matter now. Oh god. No, I don't love you anymore, Joe, Joe Killer. Do Not you until you apologize. Oh wow. Not until you say sorry. Oh. Sorry for butt butt hurting me, ladies. That's my butt hurt, ladies. All right, whatever. So fuck them. So anyway, when I started the show, I thought I, I thought I could get an po- apology out of her, no. but I never fucking doesn't work. I was like, really? So it is. It is true though. When I started this show, huge Howard Stern fan, huge radio fan, used to work on radio, huge. And so my goal for Perverted Podcast was to create a show that was basically that same Howard Stern circus mentality, but yet Howard brings it together with love like, hair. Huh? With less hair. Uh, yeah, I have less hair than Howard, and less money, talent, uh, the chicks, Ooh, and uh, hey! an actual syndicated show. Hey! Huh? I mean, I mean, uh, like a plethora, you know, like whatever. I think you just dissed a bit. <sighs> I think uh, you're looking for disses. Can I just fucking? I really wish you'd finish. Have this my gloat, Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> this is painful. So anyway, to hear somebody actually say, and then the other comment that came after it was like, "Oh, I thought the same thing about it being kind of Howard Sternish." For me, as a producer, really excited me, Kathy. I can tell. You're just... I was excited that someone got it without me having to say, by the way, I really, I like the theme. And there was like Mark and Brian out here Mm -hmm. and other morning shows that I was really into that was very entertaining and very chaotic and circusy. And so it was very nice uh, to just hear people are like, oh, that's, they get it. They can see. Mm-hmm. So. I can see how that would be a total turn on. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Well, Two people got it. Two people got it. All right. It. <laughs> Steal my fucking thunder, man, because I had like a whole song and a fucking did thing. Not. I did. You it just, was going to come in. There was fucking gave, lights. Now, now he has blue balls. I had fucking dancing. <laughs> I had dancing fucking fairies coming Where in. Where did your boner I'd go? Come, strike <laughs> the fairies. Don't even bring him in. No, forget it. Oh. Forget it. Just another day on Bad Life with bondage, kink, and freaky sex. Ooh, that is freaky. The type of things you see on Bad Life will leave you happy, horny, enlightened, or possibly perplexed. Did you just say gelato? I just f- fuck me. You said gelato. See, this is what you do. You get her all messed up with your anger and your nastiness. For your peace of mind, please know that the author at every post we talk about has specifically <laughs> granted us permission to do so. You couldn't make... You know what, Abyss? <laughs> it's, your, it's your last show. I can't even... It's your last fucking show. I can't even say this. Ca- wait, let's just start you, again. You just another day. I've had life. Just another day. I've had life. Possibly perplexed. Spit out. Are you chewing? Oh! 
Jesus fucked our Christ. <laughs> coffee and gum. And Slurping coffee, <laughs> chewing gum. Xanner. <laughs> fucking, fucking renegade. She can pretty much, she has a free pass. She can do whatever she wants on this show. It's Jesus Christ. Show. Okay. Happy horny schedule. I'm possibly perplexed. For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so. Oh! Yay! I didn't want you to leave. <laughs> uh, with that, what, what is that? <laughs> gum. Sam uh, took just the gum. More pieces of gum? There's gum everywhere. You can save that, sell it on eBay. <laughs> A little bit of chewed. So, so what do we got now that we've completely derailed? I figure you're going to... We're going to what? Fix that in post. No, 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 no. We got a good read out of it's you. It's staying. No, no. I meant I meant clean the, the other part up. What other? What? No. Oh, God damn it. No, no. We, no, we, we, we leave. I leave the train wrecks. If they're going to hear my train wreck, and train wreck. hear them constantly because uh. I know there's a percentage of our listeners that despise <laughs> me. And it's just like, because, you know, it's the same thing. They listen to hate me and they're like, shut the fuck up. Why doesn't he ever fucking shut up? Fuck. And I know it. So go. But you are really tr- striving to be Howard Stern. No, I'm striving to be Count Boogie, but um, I'm not saying I wasn't influenced by some fucking mm. awesome broadcasters. Huh. Would you say that he's like the peak of, and then Mark and Brian, or it was just a whole group of people? There's, really- there are so many fucking great morning shows that created just an atmosphere that a, that the local audience was drawn to, to when you want to get involved in what they're doing, that you feel that you're a part of this, not just the characters, but the side characters, because the hosts are liked, you know, like they all, people identify with Kathy, people identify with Abyss, people identify, some people identify with me, but then the, the, the secondary characters like Unger and Mark and Serial Killer Sam and, you know, those, there's different people that they don't relate to us, but they relate to that other character and that's exciting and I feel when you like have a, they definitely relate to Mark a lot of people want yeah, to relate inside of Mark um, <laughs> absolutely and she's smiling a lot but no so when you talk about people that handle the circus well for me and I don't want to suck Howard's fucking dick all day but um, maybe for five minutes um, but just vulnerability but yet having a circus but able to bring it back to topic and that is a great talent to have fucking 80 people fighting and throwing shit and ready to knife each <laughs> other. And then to mastered. all of a sudden still bring it back to the to the story and say, OK, so there's two girls and they're going to go down on each other. Let's finish this. That's, <laughs> that takes talent. And I just I, I admire that. Kind of like FetLife right now. Kind of like FetLife. Kind of chaos. Yeah. Oh, like the FetLife topic? Yeah. Yeah. So, so okay. So we went, you know, derail. And uh, yeah. what do we got, Kathy? Uh, we've have, we only have one this time. I'm liking the one thing. It's good. We one, have one from one and done. One and done, from Kali fifteen, who wrote my quest for safety shears. She says I have several EMT safety scissors, and I always have them readily available. However, one day I decided to cut some rope with them to see if, in fact, they were the right safety shears for me. While it wasn't difficult, I did have to exert some force to cut through one six millimeter line. What if I had to cut twenty lines? Some riggers use what I call slicers, like what you see advertised for cutting seatbelts in auto accidents. A friend gave me the use of his safety slicer, and I was able to cut through a 6mm line like a knife through butter. I recommend that if you've never cut rope before, do it sometime. So it hits home the sheer amount of force and energy you will need to exert. Better to do it when it's not tied around your bottom and you have panic and worry setting in during an emergency situation. 6mm is thicker than it seems. 
So this is a good topic. <laughs> you guys go ahead. So I I actually, um, well, one, it, it is true for cutting through even like jeans and stuff with uh, safety shears. It takes a lot of force. Rope is difficult to cut. That's why a lot of people I know just keep like serrated knives on them. I, I prefer the same. Like they really do. Like popular Ramon. Oh yeah, he does. He does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he keeps a knife because it's faster and easier. And he's like, I know my knife. I know how to use my knife. Like if, if he's doing it for his his bottoms and that's what he is using, I'm not going to say anything otherwise. That is that is his equipment. You know his deal. That's how I have my shit on mine in case things don't go. You know, if it goes awry. But have you ever used one of those slicers? I have not. Um, I know it doesn't sound very safety. Like it is, safety. If you read scissors. the rest of the post, you'll no, no, see no. They're the seatbelt cutters, yeah. like yeah. the EMTs use. Exactly. And actually, I know department. people. They have like it's like a hook. Mm-hmm. So um, it's like a ring with a hook on it, and it's it goes up, and you can hook yep. it up that way. Right. But um, I did kind of have to giggle when I first read this, and I'm like, Are we seriously talking motherfucking scissors? <laughs> no, no. the The issue, the the topic of of this topic, which is great, is to try your is to prepare, out yeah. is to prepare for things arrives. and what can yeah. go wrong. And and as much as I think that I know, you know, because you see safety, you you talk about safety, you know, ad nauseum, and this is that and that. Are you having fun there, Abyss? She's still Abyss spilling her coffee. No, it's not. I'm just it's trying. To, just, why is it being so loud? It's, because it's your last show, so it's, it's got to it's be just that. Gotta make it. <laughs> what the. When Abyss starts throwing down her her paperwork, you know it's it's, it's on. It's, yeah, it's on. But uh, but no, uh, there's there's so many instances. I have a I have uh, one instance where when I saw this article, I'm like, yeah, yeah, because you can prepare mentally, but training physical training is really important. It's like you can you can't prepare for war. They don't tell. They don't show soldiers fucking. <laughs> videos of you know okay so bullets are gonna go by you and it might upset some of you you know no you got to fucking shoot some bullets over their fucking head so they so when they get in it you know when there's an emergency situation that that you'll be able to to handle it and our lifestyle is very similar to that because there's a lot of things that can go wrong that you would just not expect that and it happens quick it's not always like, oh, I got a lot of signals here. You, if someone passes out, they fucking pass out. Because everyone, you know, when they're all spacey and look happy, they're all, oh, they're doing good. Next second, doop, you're out. So It's true. I remember when the first time I realized how ill-equipped I was to deal with any kind of emergency, I was teaching for the Red Cross, teaching first aid and all that stuff. And I'm like, oh, great. I've got all this information. I know what to do. And one time I was, I don't know, walking down a sidewalk. I don't know what I was doing on a sidewalk, but there was an accident. And somebody got hit by a car and they had to be pulled over to the side. And I, everything just fell right out of my head. I forgot everything. My heart was pounding. The adrenaline was rushing. People were panicking. It was just pandemonium. And I, who should have known how to help them, I had not prepared myself for that rush of adrenaline, the panic that sits in. And, and your mind just goes crazy. And so when I read this post, I thought, you know, it's really important because she's right. You don't want to figure this shit out when your bottom is panicking. And I understand. um, I really do trust Papi Ramon with his 
knives because he really does know what he's doing. But what if your the your bottom is panicking and freaking and, yeah, the fuck out flailing. and flailing all over the place? And it's the kind of stuff that you just don't think about. So I, I thought this is great because it's not just about rope. It's about other situations, too. What do you do if you're doing a knife play or uh, cutting somebody with a scalpel and something does go wrong? How are you going to handle it? Do you have something in place? Do you have, in your mind, have you sat down and decided, if this were to happen, this is exactly how I would handle it? Um, like, for me personally, yeah. Like, all the stuff I do here, like at the club, um, I can, with all the, the people I play with, and um, probably the only wild card that I have, like, I have, I have, like, thought through, like, okay, of all the people I play with, if they freak out, or pass out, I can physically catch, dodge, you know, like, because we are physically, especially like the way I play, especially since I play with people who can hurt me if I hurt them. It's one of those, like, I can, you know, I always make sure um, I can dodge them, outrun them, or, you know, make sure if they take a swing, I can take a you know, step back and make sure I'm not not going to get clocked in the face if I have just, you know, hit someone with a belt. Like, that is one thing that people, I think, forget in this lifestyle. Is that people are willing to not hit you back. Yes. That is one thing, especially, like, I, I, I'm very cautious to say this, but I'm gonna. Fuck it. You know what? Especially as a female top, ladies, like, I, let's, 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 let's not, let's not... Let's not like throw like throw stones here. Like, I I I play with like someone younger size. He's huge. He lets me fucking hit him. That is the point of a power exchange. I hit him with implements that will literally are used for riots. That's the point. It is a power exchange. Say I hit him to a point where. He suddenly no longer is appreciative. <laughs> Remembers the power exchange. <laughs> of this power exchange. He could hurt you. Easily. Yeah. But you're also a nurse. So there is some training there in t- dealing with emergency situations. So I would trust you and a couple of our DMs who are also trained in emergency I'm medicine. also a fighter, too. That's yeah, the whole so, point of these, staying right. out of the three-foot range. Which you would also probably be a <laughs> lot better equipped to deal with this shit than me. <laughs> but it actually came in handy with, like, uh, my fighting came in handy with nursing. Because patients, patients take yeah. swings. <laughs> so, <laughs> patients swing. And that came in handy with... You know, BDSM, because I think it through. <laughs> I have a couple, uh, two things. Uh, I taught a fire play class because um, I do a lot of fire play. And most of the class was all practical application safety, meaning I lit fires. I said, fire, put it out. So I made people test the tempo of the fire. So they had to run their hands through the fire. If you couldn't run your hands through the fire, you shouldn't be fucking playing with fire. So everyone had to run their hands through the fire. I would put fire in the thing. They would have a wet towel. I would go, somebody's burning. And they would have to practice putting it out, which was very funny because my spotter, um, who you, who I asked to spot, which is another thing to remember that know that your spotter has some emergency response experience because in the class, I did, look, you can light yourself on fire, and then you put it out. And, and I did something where 
both my arms lit on fire from the hands up to the mid arm and I start patting it out and I know 70% isopropyl it'll go out but it's not and and I'm trying and so as I'm talking to people I'm swatting my arms you know trying to you know get it out and everyone's eyes are getting a little wired and my fucking spotter with the wet towel in his hand is just fucking standing there uh. staring <laughs> And so finally I get it out and I go, well, this is practical application. So now you have all seen what you do when the fire gets uh, more than you can handle. But we did a lot of practical application of putting out that fire. So people are used to fire happens, it goes. Um, I had another uh, situation. Now, this didn't go as well. And uh, I embarrass myself a lot in classes, but (laughs) I own it. So I say, look, here's shit that can go wrong. So in needle play... It's very um, one of the safety tips uh, that you know uh-huh. that if you pierce somebody and you go through, if after you go through the skin, say you poke your finger, well now you you're infected. You're the the needle, the person putting the needle in. You've now you've been you cross. You have a needle stick. So what do you do? Well, if you pull the needle back through, now you're contaminating. Them. the the person with your blood with your blood so it's like you already got your sucker shot you know whatever um so so you're there so what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to have a little pair of wire cutters and then pinch the end at the clean end and then pull it just continue pulling it through so that way you don't uh, actually cross contaminate the person so I was teaching like some impromptu needle play uh, class in the classroom during like, a, I don't know, a fete noir or something. And I had like 15 people there and they were like all and I'm like, OK, and this is, you know, how you do and whatever and whatever. And everyone got to try a little needle. And I said, hey, you know, here's this is what you're supposed to do. And I said, hey, here's my clippers. Let's give it a try so I can show you how it works. Oh, no. <laughs> so once again. So I put the needle through and I said a pretend, ouch, I've stuck myself. What do I do? And so I go and the clippers weren't strong enough. They they kind of crimped the thing and they, they, you know, did. Fortunately, I hadn't actually stuck myself. So I just said, this is an abortion. This is why you got to test your equipment. And I'm now the boner of this group. Thank you all for following my wisdom. And so I pulled but it back through. that was great. Now you, you realize and everybody watching, you realize that there are different kinds of wire cutters. Sure. You need to have the right one for the gauge that you're yeah. using. Yeah. That's great. So be so. prepared. I mean, do your best to spend some time. Make it fun. You know, make it, make it, uh, make part of your placing. Hey, I want to practice some. I want to practice some emergency procedure, so I want you to, you know, fake Stop. a panic attack. Stop breathing. Yeah. That would be a really great class. This is a series of a series of what ifs, just yeah. practical what if class. Exactly. Look at that. Look at what we just did. Hey there. Anybody listening? Put on that that class. I'll watch it. Um, Sam Unger, you guys are now board members. Uh, we would like <laughs> That's to. Actually a fantastic. What? Oh, wow. see, that's why you just got to yeah, put it in place and not want put it. to do it. Or that would be great. Even teach it when you, you're interested. You know what in that would be great. It, MJ's still doing um, the te- kinky TED talks, isn't she? I don't know. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she is. Okay, so that would be great to have as a theme. So for the next kinky TED talk, Actually, that every would be a good place to test the class and exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every right. instructor has to have some kind of, of yeah. Here's yeah, the thing, and it's just all way. role play, role play accidents. Yeah. How you do to where it. you can yeah, do it cool. and bring some shitty rope so you can cut the rope, bring some things so you can clip the things. Look at that. Bam. Bam. Look at that. Let's Actually, talk that could to just be room. one talk. Even. Good. Huh? That could be one short talk That's on true. the TED Talks. Seeing as we have you um, 
Yes. Lord, Lord, Lord King, Queen, Kitty, Kitty, Coordinator, Younger King. Yeah. Lord King, Queen. Lord what? King, Queen. Well, I, you know, I want to, you know, be diverse in all the names. <sighs> Anything going on in the chat? Are people in? Uh, we got to apologize. Oh, yeah. What happened last show? 100, show 100, like people couldn't get in. What? They were not like, happy. Tiny Chat fucked our asses in like half. This is show we 100. Get off of Tiny oh. Chat. So a lot of people, I mean, Tiny Chat works well. It's just we haven't figured out how to get to the level to where Unger has a little more control. Are there people in the chat room now? There, there are. We have, um, <coughs> not including myself and Mark, eight people. So Okay, so people can't get in week. again. People can't get in, and they seem to be getting in fine. No one's complained about getting in. Well, the people that can't get in couldn't get in. But but people who couldn't get in last week are in now. Okay. But it's still small. Yeah. All right. God damn it. Just All right. What's start, going on in there? They should start with a finger, and then they work it. And do they said they were having trouble. Internet fisting. Yeah. yeah. Just fist the web. <laughs> fist um, the web. So, so we were talking about underoos for quite a bit. Oh. Underoos. I oh my. Because they are back in adult sizes. Go. Really? Oh. Like, like Wonder Woman and Incredible Hulk. And Batman and Star nice. Wars and Harry Potter. Um, oh my God. In, in adult sizes good. for men and women. So it's basically well as, yes. underwear that looks like Theme. a little uniform, yeah. like underwear a little t shirt. Yeah, Let's so basically. Just, yeah. Yeah. Call it what it is. That's the theme of the show. This, like, we are not, so, we are not a So yeah, we were talking day. about that, and then we started talking about um, just now my class on Saturday. Ooh. What's your class? We're doing team. my clown class on Saturday before market oh, party. Oh, that's right. So this it's going to be like four people. Four people. What, hey. time, what time is that class? Uh, uh, I don't 7 p.m. 7 no, 5 p.m. No, 5, 5, 5 because it's market, market party. Market party. So 5 p.m., you want to learn clowning. What are you teaching exactly? We're teaching, well, we're teaching a history of clowns, how clowns work in a DS relationship or can work in a DS relationship, cl- different types of clown fetishes, um, and then how to incorporate clowning into your scene from very minor things to full-on Massive, weird stuff. Nice. Wow. It's, it's going to get You're weird. co-teaching that with someone, right? I am co-teaching it. Okay, I don't know I if we can mention their name. Fisty. Oh, okay, oh. very good. Yeah. Which and the and the only reason I said there's only going to be four clowns is that was a snide comment. Yeah, to we, we, we know because of the clown party. Clown party. We had at Threshold a scary clown party, and, and it was awesome. It was and all awesome. twelve of I us had up. a great well, time. Really had makeup. It was an amazing yeah. twelve-person party, but apparently clowns split couples down not gender specific either just one's into clowns and one is fuck you and that yeah. means both of them aren't going yeah so uh we had an awesome awesome clown yeah, there party was, there for was there people. was like there was like 12 or there was yeah. like I don't 12 know, there was like was 12 really really excited like sadistic tops and like four really scared bottoms <laughs> in the corner yeah <laughs> Fauna was one of those tops, wasn't she? Oh, yeah, yeah she was. Oh, yeah, she was yes. giggles. Yeah. yeah. Fauna was giggles, and I was brainy. I still yeah. have my mold. I have a jello mold shipped like a brain, and I wear it as like a little yarmulke hat. And, and there are bubbles. Yeah. Brainy yeah. the clown. Yeah. All kinds of stuff. Yeah, maybe Unger, maybe uh, Unger will bring back a clown party, just like a fuck it I'm clown party. I'm planning on it already. I, we have, I will follow you. We have more people now interested. And That's what can, they said last time. People. We have people bring, who can bring, bring people. back the clowns. They said <laughs> like 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 Hollywood Daddy. Right. Um, who, Send who in can the clowns, and you will scare the shit out of some folks. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're we're also planning when it comes out to get a group together. And oh, good call. Good go call. Go and yeah. sit in the front nice. row. 
like kind of hunker down, hunker down a little bit, and then all turn around at the same time. Nice. I told Uncle. Just do one, two, three, turn around. I want to watch the audience watch them because that'll be hysterical. Okay. All right, that's good. So what else we got? We got we got some Russian roulette. We got what? I can't even. I can't see anything. Yes. Always a kink you don't know about yet. So let's learn one now on fetish roulettes. Yeah. What's with the paper? I just shake my paper because it's just very I'm aggressive. Just ready? I can't read. Like you said, I, th- I get, oh. What are you doing? I can't read. Why? Because it's dark. I'm gonna turn well, this turn light on. Turn on the light. Oh, that's better. Hey, Look at that. Hey, you can see. All right, you ready? Oh no. <laughs> oh God, here we go. Do I have to write the puns every time? Can I just get I into the topic? I think you like the puns. I don't. Yes, you do. I, I sort of do, but. Do you use a stun gun on your titty just for fun? Huh? God damn it. When your ass takes a zap, instead of cry, do you laugh? Crickets. When there's a current in your crotch, does it short out your watch? What? <laughs> what? See, because, you know, watches are electrical. It's yeah. Fucking goddamn it. If you said yes to any of these amazing puns. <laughs> when there's a current in your crotch, does it short out your watch? I laughed at that one. Okay, good. <laughs> you might be into electrical play. Violet wands, tens units, stun guns, tasers, cattle prods, and any other low amp electrical discharge device can and has been used on the human body for arousal, sensation, and pain in a little thing we like to call... Electrical play. Ooh. What's that called? A Thurman? Thurman, yes. Thurman. Did you, did, you just, did you just say a cattle prod was a low amp? Cattle prods are low amp, Unger. Cattle prods are fairly low amp but high voltage high voltage ah, yeah yeah it's okay. it's kind of like the violet wand where it's yeah. uh it converts a lot of these things well the vi- uh, now we're jumping ahead but, God but a cattle prod usually dc not ac yeah and dc is uh safer dc isn't dc safer? ac is safer a violet wand well, is sa- ac wait a sam what ac is safer because the current turns off and on yeah. As it switches back and forth, right, allowing you to release the muscles. Yeah, with DC you cannot release. Yeah, who just told me that they would set sets up on DC? Some, 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 some Thomas Edison fan, obviously. Oh, mm. okay. Well, well now this we'll is a conflict. The current, okay, but. electrical nerds. I guess I'll just start, which oh. is written here. Oh. I literally have no idea what you guys. Are I do. A, it's Tesla versus Edison. Oh yeah. Okay. There's like a big fight, <laughs> and I'm not literally, involved. That is that is literally. I just what that like was. taking a violet wand and putting it on a vagina. That's I, I, that's oh. pretty much. And tens that's units. Ah. So um, once again, we have a lot of. Uh, we're most of us are not electricians. Um, so uh, I'm not pretending to be uh, an expert in all aspects of electrical play, but we will talk about it. It's something we do a lot in the in the lifestyle. Uh, there are all sorts of different implements from tasers and stun guns and cattle prods and violet wands and the the little uh, zappy fly swatter, uh, little fly swatter uh, racket things. Uh, that people use because they, you know, it runs on a battery, you know, so you're not going to obviously electrocute someone to death and it's, with that. It's a pervertible. You can like pack it in and be like, "What? It's totally for bugs." Yeah, I'm going somewhere that has a lot of bugs, and I fucking hate them. And they're okay. Like, yeah, TSA yeah. probably doesn't fall for it. Mostly, what I use, I enjoy. So I'll talk about um, uh, 
tens units and uh pardon me violet ones <laughs> notice i held my burp in why are you blowing at me why because i can't blow it at kathy because she's so fucking her panties will fucking spit sand that's right <laughs> <laughs> and mark just lost you don't want to see my panties <laughs> spit, spit sand. sand it's like a beach <laughs> <laughs> Dry vagina. Fuck this guy. So anyway, uh, Violet Wand will take um, uh, the. You plug it into the wall, and it, it's like a wand-looking thing, and it'll actually convert your high amp, kill you dead uh, electrical current to a low amp, low wattage, high frequency current. What? What? Yes, Kathy. What? <laughs> what? Jesus Christ! I, I you just think funny things, don't it's, you? It's a Violet Wand. It's like a wand-looking thing. <laughs> Way to that's, go with the description. That's why you got a professional here. I like how she just initially started with like kind of a little bit of an eye roll. And she just thought she more and more and more. So anyway, hey, at least I knew what it does. And so then what it uh, does is it takes that uh, low amp, high frequency charge, and it actually lights. They have glass tubes that come out of the end, and they're shaped in different shapes for different types of sensation. And it's filled with either like an argon gas or some sort of gas that will change the color when it is charged to either purple or orange, or they have ones that, that you can change the colors and make them different colors. Pretty. And that what it does is it creates... Did you guys ever see that eye of the storm thing? I'm looking you right in the eye where you're just <laughs> laughing obnoxiously at me. I don't care... <laughs> I'm going for it. This is called Will Ferrell right here. <laughs> Will Ferrell. I'm giving you Will Ferrell. I'm just going to go for it. I don't even it. know what that means. I don't you know don't even... You never saw Will Ferrell on Saturday Night Live? Like, almost all of his segments, all of his interviews, the guy hardly ever laughed. He was able to always hold character. You can say whatever you want about Will Ferrell, but the guy is a fucking solid fucking comic. I think as far funny. as so. He has his things. He has good movies. He has some 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 near yeah, so some hits. And it, so anyway, laughing. so gas, yes. So it lights a gas, and then, of course, it, it creates a charge as you pull it away from the skin and the ground. And I'm Jeez, looking you right in the going. eye, okay. just looking at you. Just look at me, the pro. I'm a pro. Hey, Buggy, if you and, look, if and you look this way, I'm actually, you're not a therapist. I am. <laughs> so anyway, TENS units are kind of the little pads, if you've ever been to um, uh, physical therapy. Where and they, they are put, therapists. And where they are physical therapists, <laughs> by the way. Which, by the way, I have 400 hours more training than the average physical therapist. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Nobody's thanking you. I'm just saying. She's just looking at me like, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just trained physical therapy. Massage. That's okay, Buggy. Thai massage. It's okay. Thai massage is for very small people, by the way. I I really didn't do well in Thai massage. (laughs) We're just going all over the place in this show because you guys, you know, no one's taking me seriously. Um, because I shouldn't be taken seriously. It doesn't help that okay, I hate so electrical. But it tends to have nothing to say. Electrical. For this I was trying to let you do like the like actual like mechanical aspect of this. this but then he described segment. a wand as looking like a wand. <laughs> <laughs> then the whole thing fell So apart. a TENS unit, which looks like some little like duck Pads. feet. <laughs> looks like fucking duck feet with, with like wires. electrodes in them. With some wired duck feet. And you put the duck feet, you stick them in a couple places a few inches right, apart. hold on a second. Violet wand, TENS yeah. unit. I'm still on TENS unit. Stun units. guns. True. Right? Ta- but- what's the difference between a stun gun and a taser? Huh, good question. I think one stuns um, and one tasers. No, I think stu- tas- taser well, is continuous. Is so it? a couple things. One taser is actually a brand. Yeah. Um, so you can get a taser brand stun gun, uh, but the actual taser shoots the prongs at ah, you. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
while a stun oh, oh, right. gun it's handheld. doesn't. The stun it's gun is what my Michelle has, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. What I, a lot of us have, have stun guns. A taser is, you have to be licensed to carry it because yeah. you actually have to shoot the person and get both prongs yeah. in them. Like security, like this, like cops have Cops those. carry them, security yeah. guards yeah. sometimes. Yeah. And then like the cattle prods where it's like... The cattle prods kind of like basically an elongated stun gun. I also... Usually... Lower voltage, higher yeah. amperage. But like, uh, like as far as like the 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 like the stun gun versus like, I just don't like the noise it makes. It's just so loud. Very loud. Fucking great. My Michelle turns it on. The whole dungeon just goes ah. So the types of sensations that I mean, each one of these different, you know, some are very quick. Like a stun gun will give you just a quick jolt and you will jump and have a big crack to it. Um, some things are a little more drawn out, like the violet wand, the thing that looks sort of like a wand. Um, it it has uh, it's like a longer, stingier rubber bandy, like almost very much like a tattoo machine. So it is where not. It, it is similar, it's not as painful as a tattoo. Depending on if you turn it up, did uh, you just uh, call it a tattoo machine? Yes. Well, because it does. It, it makes it's it, it's a continuous kind of sewing machine-ish type of thing on your skin, and that's kind of tattooing is basically like a little sewing machine on your skin. So. As I as I keep checking back with a tattoo artist in the room, going, "Is that some bullshit? Is that okay? Bullshit? It's like a sewing machine. It sounds close. Fuck it, it's a sewing machine. So anyway, the scent because I've had tattoos and I know what a violet wand feels like. I'm looking at them. They're not good tattoos. They are the worst fucking tattoos. I'm I'm looking at like the two people in the room who've like caused me like large amounts of pain with like my league's favorite shit, and I'm like. Fuck you guys. It's yeah. Well, he's done the tattoos, and I've done the violet wand. So, um, but do do you like the electrical plate on you? Do you like the sensation no. of it? Do you like no, I hate it. I despise yeah. it. I'm not But you like using it on people. Yeah, I do. Yeah, he does. Yeah, fuck that yes, shit. Yes, I do. You know what's really funny, though? Is like when he's doing like the current stuff, and if, if he's poking you with it, <laughs> and you reach up, and, yeah. and you can shock him. You can create, because you can be, yeah, you continue the current, and yeah. you get yeah. shocked it's a lot, and really I don't like funny. it. It's real funny. There's things that are actually really fun, that you can do where you have attachments that can go, like, say, to the violet wand thing that looks sort of like a wand. Um, and you have a chain that goes from the wand, and then it it's has a grounding good. pad. So it's a metal chain that goes to a metal pad, and you can actually put that under someone's skin. And when you hit the, the button, they become the violet wand. So mm-hmm. if you touch them, then you will feel the shock on them. So you can then take mylar or different types of metals and run it across their skin. And they are now... The, so you yeah, can put light bulbs that. on them. This is what people don't fucking get that is just amazing when you see it for the first time. You have now turned this person into a violet wand, and it is enough to light uh, certain types of, like, uh, what are they? they um, what are those? The, the fluorescence. fluorescence. Oh, yeah. You have little fluorescent tubes, and literally, I, I hit the button, and I put this anywhere on your skin, and all of a sudden, it ignites the light, and people have a shit fit, and it's great. Or or when, when he does that, and you, you, you reach over, and you touch him. Yes, yes, Abyss. <laughs> and then he that. ties you down, so you can't they do did that, that a lot. <laughs> That's when your pussy gets sapped. That's or, about. Or, or you squeak, and then you start kicking. <laughs> she is a kicker, but it's a fun. What the difference in the sensations? Like Abyss is somebody who not necessarily the strongest on Violet One. Uh, it's mixed emotions. What what type of sensation is that for you? It's it's weird. It's <laughs> like a kind of wand looking. It's a very wand looking thing. It's it's a very odd sensation. It's um because when it's turned. <sighs> 
how do I describe it? It's it's very sharp, but then it's also warm. It's like with a cane. Like a cane strike is very sharp, and then the initial pain still radiates, and it takes a little bit for it to go away. With this, it's still it's that sharp, but then like tingly sensation, hmm. and then it's it's very like, and it makes you squeak, which. When I'm dealing with pain personally, I like kind of just like bearing down. Yeah, I get mad at my pain. So I'm just like, it's my pain. I'm going to fucking deal with it. I'm just, you know, I'm going to tough it out and be raw. But when I'm trying to like do that with Violet Wand, you're like trying to bear down and be girl. And it's like, <laughs> and, I literally, <laughs> and I literally squeak and like am running and trying to like get away from this shit and like climbing to like get the fuck away. And that hints the like kicking. Because I was literally on a, like, like uh, the St. Andrew's cross, and he's, like, shocking me, and I'm squeaking at him and, like, climbing the side of the cross, like, kicking. I'm kicking at him, like, fuck you, fuck, fuck you, fuck off. Some people have different reactions. Like, Mark, uh, Mark is, like, is so in her head about the zap. Like, literally, I get, I zap her twice, and then for 20 minutes, I can just hold it over her, and she'll just be like, ah! She's gonna touch me, <laughs> and I just put what, it close. The anticipation, just the, the anticipation, oh, just she, literally. She actually, I tried to. Oh, that's right. No, because I tried to. I used uh, restraints on her, and she almost like ripped her own leg off. Like she starts really, chewing it. No, like a, no, she like her, a badger. Hurt her ankle because she was getting out of the restraint. I had to take her out of it when I was doing electric play. All right. Like yeah, no. Some people, and then I've played with some people, and literally they, they just go shit. zen. Yeah. They literally go, and that has to do because everyone has a different current in their yeah. bodies, you know, because we're electrical. And so some people are very yeah. mellow. Some people get really high. Some people get really horny. Like you can literally, I had, um, when I was pro-doming, I had a client that loved it and loved it right on her fucking clit. Oh, hell no. And just literally hold it there. Uh-uh. Which, by the way, if you hold it in one place, you will burn and can mm-hmm. scar. So you have to be very careful. When you just run it over the skin, you'll just leave a little red mark and it'll be gone in a day or so. But if you hold it there, it will burn a little teeny micro hole. Uh, and you have to be very, very careful with that. And depending that. on what attachment and how high you have it turned up, you can actually brand them. It's like yeah. it's it's major. Yeah. Yes, yes, Sam. Well, there's also a factor of uh, how much space, the contact space mm-hmm. between the skin and the implant. Hmm. So if you have a very small point that you're touching the skin with, it's going to uh, cause a lot more pain, a lot more... It's depth. concentrated. It's concentrated. Where if you have a wider area, it's less concentrated and it's a lot easier. Yeah, when you use like the big light bulbs, the big round bulbs, that disperses yeah. a lot of the electricity, so it's not as intense a pain. But when you use the things that have a pointed end, yeah, then, and, the, and the things with the pointed end are going to burn more. So, yeah. metal tips also. Yeah, burn. I, I use I use a lot of metal on mine. Yeah, it's <laughs> a lot of fun because I'm a dick. So it turned into a violet one segment because there's a lot of other, but there's a million things. But some things uh, as far as safety. Or tens units are really fun when you put them on balls. <laughs> Do they this work? Is considered edge play, though, isn't it? You yeah. put Absolutely. a tens unit you on put, somebody's yeah. chest, and suddenly, and I watched somebody do that yeah. once. Uh, and was freaked out about it and did not... Uh, clearly, I don't understand a t- electricity. A TENS yet. unit runs off literally a AAA battery. So 
electrically, you're not going to shock them to death. But anytime you put something like a TENS unit, what it does is in, in physical therapy, it actually contracts the muscle electrically. So you'll see the muscle go blah, 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 blah. And it's very fun, and you can set it to patterns, and it does it in tempo, and it looks really cool. So, yes, it, I would never <laughs> make what? Boogie dommed his shoulder one time, and it, oh, like, Jesus it was Christ. really funny. Because, yeah, well, I, I mean, you do use it. I have a TENS unit, and I put it on my back because I have, like, that arthritis shit in my back. But... um you shouldn't put it in places directly over the heart. Mm-hmm. Same with the violet wand. And obviously, if you have any medical condition with your heart, stay the fuck away from your heart. Like pacemakers, if you, don't. If pacemakers, <laughs> don't. Don't do that. And if you have any Shots, any type of issues with your heart, you should ask us a physician who's going to tell you not to do it at all like seriously if you guys do have anything like pacemakers shunts uh ports and if if these are any words that make sense to you you, do not fuck with those who else shouldn't be messing with electricity people Uh, that like to punch you in the head when they get really zapped yeah don't Um, play with those strain them first (laughs) Probably, probably people who have like epilepsy that would be something to research i don't know if that would uh it's, it's if that would trigger, that would be something you'd have to. So this is considered an edge play, right? It is, yeah. and it obviously you're not going to put it on someone's fucking eyes um, or membranes or things like that. Oh. Um, what you said, membranes? You, you oh, know. like in? Well, you know, because you can uh, put it inside the the ass or vagina. You need to have special. Um, make sure that your tube is very thick. Carlos. Yes, Carlos. Yes, don't just uh. ram it in like fucking Frankenstein. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But um, so there's definitely things to do. The more research you do, go to classes if you can go to class. Watch videos if you can watch videos. Um, generally, the Violet Wand tens units they're made to not be lethal. They're not lethal uh, weapons, so they can be used. But everything has a risk to it. And just be careful when you do your electrical play. But it is an amazing fun for those that love it. Not me. They uh, it is it is a lot of amazing. Mixed, you, we can't put some tens units on your titties. I hate it. Make your titties play flop with around. Such violence. Oh. I I hate it on me. I hate using it. I cannot stand it. I will also say that when I was playing with it, I found uh, besides looking super cool, I have my uh, my vinyl apron that I use for blood play. Mm-hmm. Totally uh, put it on. I don't get shocked. Nice. Very, very nice. Hey, uh, shouldn't we tell our listener to wake up? What? No. No. Let her sleep. Let her sleep. Just let her sleep. Wake up, baby! (laughs) Oh, sorry. (laughs) Because later I'm going to come in and I'm just going to... She's in the chat. She's in the chat. We're recording the show, guys. Damn it. She's going to be asleep when she actually hears the show. So what? That's fine. And I'm just going to run my tentacle fingers up her legs. Ew, I hate it. And I'm going to create. There's going to be all of a sudden they're going to be frozen tips on my tentacle fingers. And I'm just going to trace her orifices and then just ram them in. Just ram them in, Emily. My tentacle ice fingers. Ew. I'm going to make that sound, too. Oh, and they're going to get stuck. Totally get stuck now. Ew. Shoot some ovum. Ew. What? That's it. What? Ovum. I don't know. God damn it. I, what's, where's the button? Sometimes love is less than nice. You may need some fucking advice right now. He's not a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> the last time. Oh, look, the bunny is coming late. Why is Hello, the bunny, bunny always coming in late? The bunny had to do yoga or something like that to make cross credit or something. And to get zen. And to get zen. 
So yeah, we're gonna skip a. Uh, we're running late, so we're st- okay, skip so, over host topic. Let's so, do some some fucking advice and cut a cake. All right, Shayla sent us an email at pervertedpodcast at gmail dot com, in which she asks our opinion on the idea that DS relationships because they uh, tend towards fostering a dependent relationship end up attracting codependent personalities. Just she like. says. <laughs> 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 she says, you can see how a DS relationship could begin to take on the characteristics of a codependent relationship with one par- partner losing their self in the service and caring of another. On the other hand, I've heard it said that would occur only in an unhealthy relationship and can be found in vanilla relationships as well. Do you think this is common? Yes. Done. That is our show. <laughs> Okay, there's some subtleties here. <laughs> there's a few subtleties. Um, I think any... I think out of vanilla relationships... Or non-kink. Or non-kink. Did I say vanilla? Yeah, you did. Look at me, I'm a dick. Non-kink relationships. I like that term. I know. Um, it is derogatory, though. No. Uh, it is. No. Um, no. You're wrong. No. You're just definitely wrong. You're wrong. Guys! Cunslobber. Hey! What? You're not going to be here Yeah. for 102. This care. is your last time to intervene. The next hundred. You're going to need to bestow the next the hun- nerf assassin. No, gun you're on not. Me. You're going to just need. You're going to need my dick like bread. Take your dick and like keep it in your pants. Like yeasty bread that Ew. grows, that I, rises. That is focus, focus. Can we just we're what? going off the? Okay, so I went online and I uh, found this art, really great article on um, psychology today and. This doctor, Dr. Leon Seltzer, was talking about the difference between interdependent, interdependent relationships and codependent relationships. And he says interdependent is a relationship in which each party is able to comfortably rely on the other for help. Uh, it's a value-added relationship that contributes to both individuals. Each party remains self-sufficient and self-determining, quite able to stand on their own two feet. As opposed to codependent, in which he says the two individuals lean so heavily on one another that both of them are left off balance. Their true identities are distorted and their development and potential is stifled. They need to be needed if they're going to feel okay about themselves and they simply can't feel this way unless they're giving themselves up or sacrificing themselves for their partner. I was just going to say that. Yeah, well, I said it better. I was going to say Actually, it Dr. exactly. Dr. Leon said it better. Is that Seltzer? Yes, Leon Seltzer. Seltzer. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Seltzer. Se- my seltzer bottle, seltzer. by the way. I'm all, all I can think of is I'm all see an enemy. See an enemy. No, it's like it's like the it's like the clownfish and the sea anemone. The, they're that's an interpersonal what is yeah. it? What's the word? Interdependent. Interdependent relationship. Yes. The healthy or, kind. Mm-hmm. Or the uh, you know, like uh, the birds eating the scum out of the crocodile's teeth. That's an interdependent, very gross relationship. That is the gross, sucker but the it sucker is fish on sharks. Oh, that's an interdependent. So that's what you want to go for in DS or in any birds on an interdependent elephant. Interdependent relationships, not codependent ones. Yeah, I'm, you, you want you want balance. If so how do we identify? Because this is really what it comes down to, at least for me. Um, because everyone's had moments in their life. Not every. Okay, it's not a fucking absolute. You know what I mean. Um, most of us have had moments where our self worth, some insecurity. Uh, exiting a relationship, being in a relationship that maybe we were in a little bit too long. And then there's that codependency 
that need for that validation and identity starts to skew to where it is imbalanced. And I think that's very common, but it's at, at what point do you recognize that I'm a little more dependent on this person than I should be? And that's what she was asking in, in saying that it, you know, in, codependency is not the sole purview of BDSM. It, it, like she said, it happens everywhere. But I think it can mask easily in a DS relationship, Absolutely. in a power exchange, because because it has already so many traits that uh, that you can confuse the two that it can be difficult to, uh, I don't know, diagnose, so to speak. How can you tell the difference when you are in a power exchange? Well, even though in a power exchange you have given up either as the bottom as, or as the top, even if you are receiving service or have given up your power, you still should be able to stand on your own. Otherwise, you are broken. So in other words, if you can't have your personal time, if you can't have your own thoughts and, and awarenesses, if you can't do your own critical thinking on your your character defects and things like that, you may have a better, a bigger propensity towards being codependent. Because now I have to be validated by somebody. I have to be validated by my dominant. Or th- there are plenty of codependent dominants mm-hmm. that feel that somehow they can't function in life unless they have... They're you know, they're, they're submissives and their submissives now become babysitters instead of submissives. Like, so oh, it goes in, I need in my both coffee direct- this way to have, you know, if I don't have a good submissive, I don't have, you know. It, it really comes down to a, like an identity. Like I'm not a whole person unless I'm well, lording over people. Or I was thinking, too, it's like like even in the non kink world, when I hear someone say, you know, I'm looking for my other half. Excuse me. Does that mean you're only half a person? I that hate would be that. a good little uh, little little red flag. Yeah, I fucking hate that shit because that that literally means you're only half a person. And some people and our society has has been programmed like that. Like that means you are literally like you're broken. That your weight, especially <laughs> uh, females, have been you know trained by Disney to hey man, you got to wait for your fucking prince. That's true. Nah, dude, wake your shit up and uh, set an alarm. <laughs> fucking hell. Anyway, but no, like, as far as, like, DS and stuff like that goes, like, even if you, like, you should, if you are, if you Cunt are slobber. a bottom, you should find joy and happiness. And <laughs> Cunt slobber, put it on your fucking headphones. To, you I know, hate you. Uh, you can hate me. Just slobber on your cunt, put on your headphones. Thank you, Abyss. Um, oh, that was nice. Shut up. This was nice. Your control. Shut up. But you should also still Abyss? be able to Can you please put on your headphones? Person. Isn't he Serial monogamous. bitch tonight? I Big I don't know. I said, please put on your because headphones. I didn't know that. Well, I have to go from relationship to relationship to relationship. And even not even serial poly, that's, whatever that's you want to call it. Yeah. But people who cannot take time well, when after you start their off, relationship Hunger? What was to that work name? on themselves. There you to, go. Uh, self-actualize. is a great name. Those people uh-huh. tend to Hunger. have I'll start uh, calling you that. a higher instance. In my experience, Hunger. I found. Um, that people, God, I just got out of a relationship and now Mike. I got to be in another relationship. Unger. I would say that's a pretty strong sign of COVID Can you get your fucking microphone? You have a fucking microphone? I would say also just as generic red flag. Jesus Christ. When did you get a fucking microphone? He keeps pulling that. Unger, 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 don't. Just don't fuck with the equipment. Talking to the microphone. They don't do well without time apart. Like if the person can't one of those shows. Hello. The boogie is aggravated at everything show. Well, no, I think it's because they're bored with And he's being a poopy face. You. You're a poopy face. You are a cunt slobber. You poopy face. This is you. 
first off, like that's generally, if you can't spend like a day by yourself, that is a Something huge to question, issue. Yeah. Not just as a as a person looking to get into a relationship, but that is a red flag in general. If you can't spend a day with just you, that means you generally don't like the person you're spending the day with. And that is not a good sign. You should probably learn to find out who that person is and learn to like that person. And it doesn't mean that codependent people are bad people. Because like I said, I've been codependent plenty of times in relationships. It doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It just means that you have chosen to not rely on yourself and to not build enough of a relationship with yourself that you then become codependent. I mean, we're all codependent. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because you know what? I don't know how to make toilet paper. Well, boogie. I you don't. Go. It's fucking true. Anyone in this room know how to make their own toilet paper? Right Raise here. your hands. Right here. You're lying. <laughs> Nobody. Okay? Can Pull your shoe off and you got a sock. Pull your yeah. shoe off and you got a sock. Okay, that's good. But actually make the toilet paper that we all wipe our asses with. No. Somebody makes it. They cut down trees. They do it. They put the pulp. They do the thing. They, you know, put it on a truck. Someone's got to drive the truck. Someone's got to take it to the store. Someone unloads it. Someone puts it on a shelf. We go to a store. There's like literally, it takes a thousand people just for us to wipe our ass. We're all codependent. Well, I see your point, but so you're, you're, I think it you're, doesn't I mean think, you're. I think, not, I think you're micromanaging. I think you're bringing it down a little. I think as a general. But I see what you're saying. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, I don't want people to think that we're saying that all people who are codependent are bad. We're all codependent, unless you're like survival guy in the wilderness that eats bugs and fucks bears. Whoa. You know, you are probably a little codependent. And even so, on that, other that, people, that, that bear is probably saying, "Dude, you know, maybe maybe we need to see maybe, other people. <laughs> maybe we need to see other bears." <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it, it really is, uh, yes, I think overall we all agree that the DS relationship um, really is a great hiding. It's a, it's a great excuse for codependent people to say, I'm not codependent. I just, I just really, really need someone to take control of me. Or on the flip side, I really like being in control of this and my submissive would be lost without me. Yes. And that's the difference between dominant and domineering. And that's the other thing is, guys, you know what, if this is a really wonderful lifestyle and it can be amazing to go down that rabbit hole, you know, and it is it can it can absorb every aspect of your life. But sometimes it is important to take a step back. Take that time. Have them table meetings. And 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 and, you know, and uh, every and metaphorically take off the collar and sit down and put t- take off the dommy dom hat and sit down and be like hey okay we need to actually sit down and talk about some of this shit as adults eve cool that's table meetings we've yeah. done that plenty plenty of times you know so it's one of those things where it's like no we need to talk this out we need to sit down we need to talk as equals for a second and that doesn't mean that it switches your ds it doesn't mean that you need to have it you know puts your 24 7 on hold or anything like that but every once in a while you guys kind of have to check in as equals um i agree with that and to be honest i know 20 i know plenty of 24 sevens who do that so um as far as the codependent everyone's fucking codependent people it's it's what we do that's why we have facebook so (laughs) like well, that was a good question. Thank you very much, Shayla. For that was uh, good. We answered nothing, I'm sure, but no, you know. but the people might want to know stuff. No, they, you know, they, we, we email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail dot com if you have any questions or comments or concerns. Ooh. And we have a blue light special. Yes, Unger. Um, everyone in the chat, since we're getting to that point, wanted to wish Abyss 
a a goodbye and Aww. and best of luck in all the new adventures. And they've been asking me to say that for a while, so Aww. I needed to make sure I, I did that. So I'll tell them. We'll tell you. them we are now at this point where our codependent relationship with Abyss is now being eradicated. It was not codependent. It was interdependent. Hmm. It was. No, there's moments it was codependent. Trust me, there's Maybe some dis- dysfunctional <laughs> moments between uh, the Abyssinator and myself. But uh, but here we are. Here we are. We, di- we we really made no plans for this. No, we did. I got no a cake. You know, Should oh. we just go to cake? Hey, wait, wait, wait. It's Actually, I, I was thinking about it. And, you know, I was thinking about my time on this fucking show. Um... And uh, thinking back to uh, when you were originally thinking about this and you were going back and forth with Fee and, you know, I went to the Amazon and I was like, yeah, I think it'd be a really good idea. And I came back. You're like, hey, I'm starting a podcast. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> okay. had to encourage him, didn't you? I was like, but, but I saw sloths. And uh, okay. <laughs> um, and I was thinking and I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm actually really proud of you. Like, you did it. You actually stuck with it. And uh I'm not a big commitment person. You're not. No. <laughs> Till now. Yeah. Well, no good you. And Kathy, I'm really proud of you. Like, dude, you didn't kill him. I like, we can always hold out hope. <laughs> like, there's always hope. Remember, he can always replace us with, mop- with mops. So <laughs> And then I'll just sit it's here and true. ramble by yeah. myself. I go, You mop are out of order. <laughs> Cunt blabber fucking fiber. Oh, well, no, he he for the longest time said he would always just replace us with mops. Yeah. So it's a true story. I did replace a band with mops once. Yes, yeah. you did. did I ever tell that story? Yes, yeah. you okay, did. Good. So I just wanted to say to all of our listeners, thank you so much. So well, I, in turn, want to say, uh, I would love to say um, some very lovey-dovey, teary-eyed things. However. Yeah, but I can't. I can't. Kate. Because you're leaving me alone, Abyss. You're leaving me alone with <laughs> uh, that one uh, right there. I'm, I'm going to move I'm not going to have anybody to roll you my can always, eyes to. You can sit in my spot. Mm, so we're gonna yes, I think we're going to have to separate us even further. <laughs> we might because, get you a little table, Because actually. without you as our buffer. You might actually uh, kill each other. Yes, but really, with all joking aside, it's I'm really going to miss you on the show. I There's just going to be no one that's going to be able to replace you and uh, the way you... Uh, Give those looks to Boogie. Just make me feel good throughout the whole show. I'm just going to tell him to fuck off like you do. Every listener that we have <laughs> repeatedly. All right, let's eat some cake. No. Yeah. Oh, you're going to get all? Oh. No. You said you didn't prepare just, You know what? I, I loved you passionately for a long time. And, uh, and we had a kick-ass relationship for a long time. And... Uh, and of course, that that process, you know, ran its course, and 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 now we're moving on to our other adventures. But um, for all of our little stabs and snips and everything, you're you're still an amazing person. You're an amazing, wonderful, dedicated person. You're a fucking great nurse. I I sat with you through a lot of that process of getting to this position, and you're you're something to be proud of. You know, a lot of people depend on you. Uh, codependently because you give them their fucking meds when they're dying in their houses. <laughs> you just, you know, you gotta be nice to the nurse. Um, but, uh, there's, there's a lot right about you and, uh, and you're an adventurer. Uh, I, 
I can't relate to a lot of the things about you, but they're amazing. You are a world traveler and, and, and you are fearless about going and seeing the world and, and doing things and, and, uh, and helping people in ways that are hopefully going to give them better lives. And so I know you're going to continue, even though you're not on the podcast, uh, with, with this mission, I, I know it's still going to be a mission that revolves around helping people have better lives and less suffering. And you're going to advocate for those people and those patients. And, and, uh, and I'm real proud of you and I'm real proud of everything that we've done together on this show. And, 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 and it's been an amazing trip and, uh, we're going to have fun. We're going to have a lot of fun on the show. We're probably going to do some things that are a little more rank. Oh, <laughs> you probably wouldn't approve of. But, you know, I'm just saying. So, uh, but it, it's, been a, it's been a hell of a fucking podcast run. Our, our listeners were damn lucky to have you. And, uh, and so, there. There's my spiel. Aww, I, thanks, love you. Guys. Love I love you. I love you. Little anal, little goodbye anal. That's Aww. not gonna happen. Little, little, just you uh, had to go that far, didn't you? Well, I mean, you? you're squirting again, so Aww. you know, just you know, just want to little good little and goodbye. leave well enough alone. All right, fine, you got that covered. You got the guys got the anal covered. We're can good. I ask? A, can I just start asking awkward questions about your guys' sex life now? That's why. Yeah. Really? Why would you do just that? hit the button. You ever got poop on a condom? <laughs> hit the button. <laughs> this is why we can't have things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start hitting so random buttons. No, hey, here. open the cake. Let's eat some. You guys want to eat some cake? cake? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that hurt my rib. My rib's really I like, sore. I like how he goes from like poop on a condom to open the open cake. Open the cake. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't want to. Well then, <laughs> Abyss, do you want to push the button? Oh. You've never pushed the, you've never, never pushed the, push the little, the little, you pushed a lot of my buttons. <laughs> right there. It's that enter button and that pushes the. <laughs> <laughs> And that is our show. <laughs> Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground for us to record in. If you are in the Los Angeles or surrounding areas, visit Thre- visit Threshold and find out about joining their kinky family. And thank you to everybody who was here for Abyss's last show and to everyone in the chat room and Unger and Sam on the new board. Thank you, Kathy. Boo. Thank you, Boogie. <laughs> Thank you, Abyss. Stop it. He's actually playing back because, you know, all the times I said Abyss, no one fucking clapped. <laughs> oh, Piggy. Yay. <laughs> I love that fucking pig. Anyway, if you have questions, comments, or ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and visit pervertedpodcast. And guess what? Show 102 next week, and Kathy and I are are going to be here. And oh, the fucking mayhem's it yes, it settled in. Yeah, it what, is. what <laughs> I got in store. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got some. Look, guys, I'm trying to thanks, Abyss. Some Go have fun. Oh, you guys can fight over. I'm leaving the cushion. Ooh, the cushion. Gonna I'm going to have sex with that cushion oh, after you God. leave. Yeah, not like I haven't had sex with it 80 times since you've been on the show. Oh. Did I say that out loud? Yes, you did. Ooh, I'm not going near the cushion now. The yeah, cushion. it's a good nope. cushion. I haven't had sex with it more than once. On it. Twice. Yeah, on it. Well, <laughs> duh, it's a cushion. I like, I like how fucking... Mark is not making eye contact now. <laughs> <laughs> we just actually roll it up. <laughs> just... Uh, yeah, this is how you're going to remember. Hey! <sighs> this is how you're going to remember us. Uh, Can we now have cake? Yes. Let's go have cake. Let's go. Have Everybody cake. say so long, Abyss. So, so long, Abyss. Abyss. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Fuck off.
<laughs> <laughs> okay, get the last word. Fuck off. Yeah.